0: And so if I keep looking for them to change, I'm probably gonna be stuck in this pattern for a really, really long time. But if I do a, a quick about face and I just turn the mirror on myself and go, okay, what am I doing here? Why does this keep happening to me? Then there's at least a better chance of being able to change things. Welcome to the Ignited Recovery Podcast. A new way forward for anyone looking for answers, but feeling left out. If you've been searching for empowerment, triumph, and purpose, you found them right here. You won't hear the same solutions and you're not going to have any excuses to fall back on because Ignited Recovery allows heroes to rise and become their best selves. I'm Dr. Adi Jaffe and I can't wait to be your guide on this journey. Are you ready to become an Ignited Hero? How many of you have heard that phrase? I I really like this phrase, which is, uh, you know, holding on to resentments against others is like drinking poison and expecting them to die. And what I mean by that is we hold on to the anxiety and the stress and the, 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 the drama in our heads, irrespective of that other person, right? We can go to sleep with it. We can wake up with it. We can go to lunch with it. They're not even included most of the time. And it's a stressor that we hold on to. That's number one. Number two, for me, there's that piece about, I think most people are doing their best at all times. I think most people don't really have ill will. They think they're right. And so do we. And so when we speak ill of somebody else, we pretend that we're better than them in a lot of ways. That's number 1. But but the other piece that is important is sometimes it allows us to not pay attention to our role in what's happening. And if you've ever known anybody who seems to always blame other people for their misfortune and and always blame other people for what's going wrong and always looks for other people to fix them. And I've had friends like this in my life and I see friends like this in my wife's life and in my kids' lives and and all over. There's always that question of, well, what role are you playing? And I think we've all known people who don't think they play any role. And that, to me, is one of the most dangerous pieces of what we're talking about. I know this is a news for us, but sometimes we need to be reminded none of us control anybody else. We control nobody else's actions. I don't even control my own damn kids' actions, and they're my kids. I definitely don't control my friends' actions. I definitely don't control your actions, right? And so the thing I have the most control of in my life is how I show up. And if I'm having um, unhelpful, stressful, anxiety-provoking, painful, saddening, hurtful experiences with other people on a regular basis, it pays much more dividends, many more dividends to pay attention to what I'm doing that is making that feasible possible and and consistent in my life than it is to look at what everybody else is doing because I can't change people. And so if I keep looking for them to change, I'm probably going to be stuck in this pattern for a really, really long time. But if I do a, a quick about face and I just turn the mirror on myself and go, okay, what am I doing here? Why does this keep happening to me? Then there's at least a better chance of being able to change things. Now, really, really importantly, that doesn't mean I'm going to keep those people in my life. That doesn't mean I need to forgive them and forget. It doesn't mean I need to keep taking the abuse. It doesn't mean a lot of things in terms of maintaining the situation as it is. I just don't find that it helps to take it out on other people's behavior one of the last pieces for me is something i've talked about a lot of times before but it's the fundamental attribution error and it's a really basic psychological principle it's called the fundamental attribution error not only because it's a very basic bias that we all have in our brains um, but it's called that because it has to do with how we fundamentally attribute behavior for other people so when i look at my behavior i rationalize it based on my situation and my circumstances oftentimes but when I look at other people's behavior, I attribute it to their personality. This is what everybody does to us when they talk about us as alcoholics and addicts. They say, oh, you drink because you're an addict or you drink because you're an alcoholic. They're saying you do the thing because you're that kind of a person. This is the, the problem with racial and gender generalizations, right? Oh, you know, she drives like that because she's a woman. You do the thing because of who you are. For me, I go, oh, you know, I... I I did that right now because I was stressed because I didn't sleep well. Biggest example I always give people all the time and it just resonates with most of us. If I'm really, really late to a meeting and it's a really, really important meeting and I'm driving on the freeway and I'm kind of weaving in and out of cars because I really have to get there, right? This is a brand new job. I need this meeting. I'm just in a hurry because something happened at home and held me up and I'm a little late and I really got to go there. I'm a good person. I'm just doing this. If somebody else cuts me off and they're weaving in and out of traffic, what are they? They're an asshole. And we're very comfortable making that assertion, hey, asshole, we have no idea why they're doing this. And if you ask them, guaranteed they're not an asshole, they have circumstantial reasons why they're doing what they're doing. Hey everybody, it's Adi again, and I wanna share with you something that I believe is one of the most useful free tools I've ever created for my clients and for you. It's our free personalized my drinking score report look you already know that at ignited we don't care much for labels and we don't believe in any of those once a blah 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 always a blah 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 slogan but if you are questioning your specific relationship with alcohol you may be trying to figure out how to understand what you need to do and whether you're moving in the right direction well then this completely free tool is for you and will give you the answers you're looking for. All you're going to do is you're going to take a five-minute quiz answering simple questions that you know the answers to. And then like magic, our system is going to spit out a custom report so that you can find out more about your relationship with alcohol and actually get guidance and help to some of the changes that you can individually make. I created this tool to give you a customized, personalized virtual resource that you can take at any time and it makes it easy to get the exact recommendations and steps that you need to help eliminate your struggles. Anybody can take it and did I mention that it's completely 100% free? well it is so stop running around in circles trying to figure out why you're having a hard time getting sober and get real solutions and guidance to help transform your life and get ignited forever just pause this audio right now and go to ignited.com forward slash go again that's ignited.com forward slash go and take our five minute quiz right now find out what your drinking score is and then share it and tag us on Instagram or Facebook because remember fuck shame Together, we get to move forward and get better every day. And this is the problem with talking shit about people behind their back. You're believing that they are assholes. That's why they're doing the thing. You have every reason to be rational about why you're doing what you're doing. They look at it the exact same way. And it's really hard to meet in the middle because we're just looking at each other as assholes. And I just saw literally in the last week, that collapse two really close relationships in our lives. For me, this concept of being impeccable with your words is is a really, really big principle in my life. I think it was a big principle before I ever read The Four Agreements, but I know that I don't change people. And so I know that the only thing I can really control is myself. And therefore, one of the choices that I just made a really long time ago is I don't get involved in those kinds of conversations. You know, if somebody wants to talk badly about somebody else, most of the time, maybe especially because of what I've picked for a career, I say, well, look, why do they do that? What's what's behind the way they behave? But then at the least, I'll say, if somebody comes to me is, well, why are you still in that relationship? Why are you still taking this? And why is this something that bothers you? You've been talking about this for a year and a half. You're still in it. So What is making you stay in this relationship if it's so terrible and they're such a bad person? I think for a lot of us, you've heard me say this phrase for sure. Anybody can beat their addiction to anything. You just have to become a person who's not addicted. And I think if we jump into that perception, what I love about the book, The Four Agreements, is if you really think to yourself about the kind of person you want to be, the kind of person who can wake up in the morning, uh, head held high, proud of what you're doing, confident in the way you're moving forward, secure in the fact that you're going to be making the right choices. Is talking shit about other people behind their back part of what makes that person who they are? I don't think so. And that's not to say you can't be direct with people. You can't be assertive. That's not to say you can't speak your mind and hold your own. Not at all. You just do it with the person directly. And so for me, that's a a big part of the principle. I do find Weirdly, people that like to talk about other people like to hang out together. And then all that ends up happening is it's just like a whole circle of people talking about each other behind their back constantly, switching alliances, making friendships, breaking friendships. And it's a really stressful experience for everybody involved. Every time I see it happening, I feel like I'm back in junior high or high school. I'm 45 years old. The last thing I want to do is be back in junior high or high school. I have no interest whatsoever. And so it's on me to say to the people around me, hey, I'm not in on this. You guys want to do this. I'm going to go in my room and watch something or I'm going to go home. I don't, I don't need to have this conversation. Thank you for tuning in to the Ignited Heroes Recovery Podcast. I really hope you found the information here useful and that we'll see you back here next week. And look, I want to make sure that this podcast is the most useful it can be for you. So please let me know by emailing info at ignited.com if there are any specific topics or questions you'd like to have addressed. As usual, if you like this episode, I would love for you to leave us a five-star review and rating. Thanks and see you next week.